watching prohibition fall down. All right, waking and a bacon on a Monday. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Let's get Irie, pack your bowls. Uh, I say roll your splits, man. I haven't rolled J's in a while. And I think it's just because I don't know. I don't usually ever roll a J just for myself, but you do plenty of times. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. That's an absolute <laughs> oh, joy. Yeah. It is a joy, man, just to go and, uh, and just smoke a joint by yourself. I always think of Pink Floyd, The Wall. Remember how he just used to sit there in that chair with a, just a joint hanging off just by himself, <laughs> man? That's when you know you're good and stoned, man. I like that. Sit on the back oh. patio. You'll want to be a good in stone today because uh, Scotty's got a bit a bit of what's going on. I've got to tell you, I'm, I'm monitoring how much Scotty watches this new show, our new channel, The Curiosity Stream. Yes. <laughs> yeah, man, there's a lot of interesting things. That's where I found that, that Rudolph Diesel story last week. And I just find there's some really cool people to talk about. So we did uh, Elon Musk as a cannabis hero, or just as a kind of a, we're talking about him as a hero last week. At least my eight, eighth grader thinks he's a hero. Uh, man, I got somebody else I want to tell you about. I had no idea this guy existed. Guru knows a little bit about him. So hopefully we can tell a story. Well, and also in the news, there's a cannabis and epilepsy symposium in Denver. Yes. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Thank and you. also uh, memes, what we're medicating with, a bunch of other fun stuff. But first, guys, DGC Outlet is open over on DudeGrows.com. Yeah. You can see it just on the top navigation. It says DGC Outlet because the free grow store went out of business <laughs> due to its freeness. <laughs> no. We basically just renamed DGC Outlet with how it's going to work. Right now, there are hats over there. There are these awesome mountainside oneies that are legit. Like, like I'm not going to throw it on the ground in front of you, but these, <laughs> these things are stout, made in Fort Collins by Mountainside Glass. Yep. Um, as well as Scotty's little credit card. What do you, what did he call it? The ma- it's the master Kush card, the credit card stash. I call that the four grams in your wallet card right there, man. I mean, that's come on four grams. That's when you're trying too hard. I think it's going to be bulged out too much. I did a quarter ounce of shatter into one of those. Yeah, one time, that's and exactly it, and it what I'm like talking about. Card. Yep. Nice and nice. flat. You put, it, put it in the freezer. When I just did it at my can... home to test it out and see if you could get that much in there. I didn't go anywhere with of it. Of course, of course, man, because that would be illegal. Anybody can shop there, guys. Anybody listening, you don't have to be a member. We're going to we're working on some more gear to get over there, such as the Gobi from B Nails would be a good option. Actually, I'm going to hit that just in a minute. Uh, and other things that we can – is another way for you guys to help support the show. Uh, the members, you guys are going to get the newsletter, uh, really good coupon codes on different items, items coming in. I haven't gotten it out yet, such as I'll probably hook the members up with like 30% off the DGC hats and other things. So you guys can continue to membership has its benefits. Absolutely. Uh, Dugros.com forward slash value, become a member. We'll let you know. I'll give you a member update here in the week where we're at with our count of getting to 300 for the glass giveaway. Nice. All right, man. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Memes, We're, huh? What'd you find? What'd come I find? On. Let's think, man. Let's. I just got to ask you a question, man. Does, does this mean anything to you? It's one of those guys would like to change my mind guy. And it just. So I uh, understand these guys like sit somewhere busy, in, like in a city, mm-hmm. put out like a desk and just make a comment, see who's <laughs> going to come up and challenge it. Yeah. I totally get this now. And what's it say? Joe Rogan is just Oprah for, for dudes. dudes. <laughs> change, change my change mind. Change my mind. <laughs> 
I don't know, is Joe Rogan uh, the Oprah for dudes? I was, I was listening to him talk a couple days ago. And man, it's just a, just a relaxed conversationalist. But I will say that what I find uh, cool about Rogan is that he's real. He asks real questions. He uh, you know tries to explore real topics without pulling punches. I have a feeling that, that Oprah is the opposite of that, man. Probably she's the opposite of real, but yeah, Rogan would be a little bit more, yeah, on the level with keep, keeping it real. I'll agree with that. For yeah, sure. I think Oprah's got her agenda that, that she serves, you know, her show serves as to where Joe Rogan is trying to get information. His agenda is about getting information out there. All right. This next one is <laughs> if you're on the inside, if you listen to this show, if you understand Scotty does, uh, I don't know if he does or does not, but apparently some deers have gotten high around your house. One that was injured. So it's medicinal. Yes. We're looking at a beam here of two cops. One's holding a deer by its neck up against the wall. And they're saying, cop is saying, who's trip? Nadir, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Lemmy GF. That's fucking hilarious. It's titled oh, Never shit. Snitch. And uh, <laughs> uh, this is crazy. How is, is this a real, this has got to be Photoshopped, right? Please he's tell me that's Photoshopped. He's about to tase that deer. Why is that, the two cops tasing one deer, first of all, man? Oh, I have no idea, Scotty. Never <laughs> People wonder why I don't love cops, man. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. What are you medicating with today, man? Man, you know what? I will, I'm going to shout out to uh, our CBD is here. Went, Mrs. Real Botanical CBD is here. So I'm gonna be, I've been really serious about it. Ever since we got the formula and the recipe, um, I've been testing it and I've been taking at least 100 milligrams of CBD every day, man. So I'm, I'm pretty psyched about that. And, uh, you know, I got to be really careful, but I'm going to go to this epilepsy symposium or whatever, and I'm going to learn how to get off these stinking meds, man. By the way, we'll have to go back in time because as this airs, the, the, the symposium already happened, but we will update you guys. I do want to <laughs> tell you about it, though. Deal. I was Deal. realizing that. All good. Well, where are we now? Uh, <laughs> do you know that Epidiolex is $32,000 a year? Like, there's, somebody's making a shitload of money. Big Pharma wants to make money off this, off this the CBD industry. Well, I guess it depends on, uh, I'm not trying to defend anything here, your insurance, because what, now you can, if you want, you can officially use your insurance probably to get. So it's not dialogue. real? So if, if, if the company gets to charge $32,000 a year and your insurance pays for it, but it's, everybody's insurance goes up another 50 or 75 or $100, dude, why do you think it costs? I went to go get a motorcycle worked on. I think that, I think they were like $125 an hour. Maybe I'm exaggerating but it was something that was really fucking expensive. And I was like, dude, that's because everybody has to pay six or $700 a month health insurance. Everybody has to pay you know, out the ass, man, just to run a business these days. And it, it's because everybody's getting fleeced with shit like $32,000 medicines. What's the difference between Epidiolex and growing like, cause it's- just, Epidiolex it's, it's, is a 10% uh, THC, 90% CBD blend. I don't think there's any- uh, Okay, cause it's got these at 10% in there. Yeah, I mean, but the difference of grow, using, growing a plant or making your, it just makes it sound way too fancy. Epidi even the name Epidiolex. Like, isn't that just a 10 to one ratio right there that we can get out of an edible? Hey, I gotta be honest. It was not easy for me to figure out all this dosing and to actually hook up with people that had real products. Man, I mean, th you know, I'm lucky that I have industry connections, but I had to go and like visit people's farms. You know, I think I know three people that, that have real product out there. And I, there's hundreds and hundreds of products out there. And I mean, a guy like me, it's, it's not just bullshit where I'm, 
I don't know, whatever. I've fucking been waking up in a hospital. I'm trying to fix waking up in a hospital. So it's a, it's a big deal that I get it right. It's a big deal that I get real medicine. You know, the placebo effect is only going to do so much for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, on all fronts, especially when you're dealing with a, a hot, hot topic. A lot of hype, if you will, going on with it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. We had uh, somebody, Scatty, call in with the 8334202420. Not somebody, man. Q. Q grows the yes. dank, man. Q grows the dank, I believe. Yes, sir. Uh, but that number's on the homepage at dudegrows.com, guys. Like I said, it's not, it doesn't have to be just a fall prohibition report. Q's just breaking down some shiz out there in Cali with the fires going on. So Shocking, let's, let's see what right, he has man? to say. What's up, everyone? It's Q Grows, and I'm hanging out in my backyard today just to say hey. Um, the fires here in California are super bad. Uh, luckily, I don't live super close to them, so I'm not worried about any sort of imminent danger except for the smoke in the skies. The skies all across California, but especially here in the Bay Area and I think down by LA, the skies are just covered in smoke. In the Bay Area, the smoke's just settling over the entire Bay Area. And our air here, um, you actually have to wear masks. I'm not wearing one right now because I'm smoking a joint, but anyways. I just wanted to give a shout out to everyone in California, and please, if you're out there, um, send up some well wishes. I'm not a religious person by any means, but I'm a little spiritual with the earth, and I just hope you push out some positivity in the world and wish everyone in California the best to get through these wildfires. Yeah, I mean, Jeez. last time we covered fires out there, there was a bunch of, you know, there's cannabis grows lost. Not that that's, you know, everything. There's large scale here, but in our industry, there's stuff to be being covered. And, uh, I don't know. I'm always, I, I like, it sucks to ever be involved or your house involved, like in a natural disaster oh such my as God. this. Just think Sometimes. about that, right? Just like, try to empathize right now, wherever you're at, everybody just think that somebody calls you and go, you got to evacuate, get everything the fuck you can put it in your car and leave because dude, you shit might burn down. That is a scary, scary feeling. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. And I don't know how often, I mean, it, it's just Mother Nature, though, also. You know what I mean? I, I'm not trying to be, There's nothing uh, you know. about what our lives that are natural. You live in a box that was treated with chemicals. You have carpet and <laughs> air conditioning. Dude, you want to say it's just Mother Nature. Go back to the freaking, you know, living in a lean-to. I'd prefer a teepee. <laughs> I was watching, I'll, next week we can bullshit about it, but I was watching this thing on like the history of shopping. They were like, you go back a hundred years ago, people didn't have much shit. Like you had a cup. When your cup broke, you either fixed the cup or you got a new cup. <laughs> it was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Well, uh, thanks, man. Q, I hope everything is going to be all right. Mm-hmm. It looks like you said you're in a safe area yourself. And any other DDC out there, yeah, uh, take send care any of the people. good vibes. We sure are. We sure are. I'm, I'm, I'm not super religious either, but I do believe that good vibes, you know, when, when you send people good vibes, I, I don't know. I believe they work. I don't have any proof, but I believe they work. So send some good vibes out to y'all. Positive thoughts. And then what if you are super religious? Is this like that one movie where this is the wrath of the devil or something going on? Oh, man. Don't even get me started. My, <laughs> my new book is uh, this guy was, I think his name's Darren Brown. And he's like, uh, he goes, he, I think he's like a hypnotist and he does all this kind of stuff. Like, you know how the evangelists make you pass out and Benny Hinn makes you do all sorts of weird stuff. He does it and he tells you he's a complete fraud right before he does it to you. <laughs> it's awesome. Did you say your new book? Yeah, his new book I'm reading. Yeah, this guy was just on Joe Rogan last week. Darren Brown. And his, his book is called Happy, and it's pretty fucking cool. The guy studies happiness, man. 
trying to figure out where you get this time for books and curiosity now. And I'll go to headphones. Got to get a garden fired up. That might be part of it. Well, you're right. While I'm gardening, I should be listening to something. It's all stuff, man. You can choose how to spend your time. Uh, I, I see people, we can talk about it a little bit in a few, you know, a little bit during this episode, but just people just kind of spending their time. Like I'll see people playing solitaire on their phone. I saw a girl on the airplane for three fucking hours play solitaire on her phone. <laughs> I was just like, golly, man, we only have a certain amount of days and a certain number of amount of energy i'm just not sure that that's gonna repay me anything yeah no, i feel you or humanity maybe you're getting a little is that what they say like because you're, you're old and wise are you are you entering the old and wise oh, mode of dude. your life yeah well <laughs> yeah be, try, try to wake up in the hospital a couple times man and be older than you've ever been every day i wake up you know i don't know if you understand this every day i wake up i'm older than i was the day before man all right Never yes. stops. Let's get into what's growing on. Well, uh, so you can blow my mind with what you found here. Ah, dude, you know what? I was just, you know, I think I said last week we were talking about heroes and my kid was doing a, a project for school on heroes. I mentioned shows Elon Musk. We were talking about whether he's a hero or not. And I was thinking if you improve the lives for more than just your elite circle of friends, then I think you qualify as a hero. You know, so I was smoking a joint and I was thinking about it, man. There was a, I was watching that Curiosity stream and I think there's a story of a hero that, that that should be told, or at least I think some of the stoners might might enjoy this guy. I wish this guy would. I wish I could have smoked a joint with this guy. I'll say, man, because <laughs> like I've been sick for. I was I had a real bad seizure last week. was was pretty sick, and it comes with like a I'd say a solid week recovery period where you just you're kind of like on low battery mode. You know, you but you just got enough you know energy to power your brain and walk around. But you're definitely on that power, battery saver settings. I'll say, and uh, you know, you sleeping a bunch and all that. But, you know, you start thinking about it. I think about the, you know, life and energy. I'm always thinking about bacteria and, and you know, how uh, plants feed on bacteria and how life feeds on life. And, uh, man, I just start thinking about how life really is temporary. And I'm not sure if energy is temporary, but life sure is. And, it, uh, you know, what happens after? What You know, I've got uh, bacteria on my skin right now that's eating the living skin cells as they die. And it, that, that's what's feeding them. And they, and they live off it. I don't know. So it just got me kind of thinking about life and you know how temporary it is and kind of what happens and you know what happens afterwards man and i, I turn you know of course i'm not the first <laughs> well, I agree. like you said what happens i have a another friend that goes into some deep conversation as far as there's an energy and energy never really leaves right. right yeah that's the trip i'm on yeah and so you know so i was uh, there's so many people, I probably everybody thinks of this. I'm by no means the first person or the smartest person to think of it. But while, you know, while my mind was wandering last week, I, I did find some some meaning and some peace. You know, I'm reading this book that talks about the yin and the yang and chaos and order, uh, you know, life and death. And uh, what, what the guy says is he goes, the, the yin yang is in my mind just to this. There's two snakes chasing each other, the white snake and the black snake chasing each other, but they've each got a piece of each other in them, you know, in their core. You know, the white snake has a black dot, right? Like, whereas I would be, oh, where his brain would be. talking about the symbol, the yeah, description the, the of the yin yang symbol. symbol. Yeah. And the black dot, the black, uh, the black snake has the white dot in it, you know, right in its eye, right in its brain, you know, at its core. 
And I was just, just thinking about that as a representation. I was like, come on, man, I'm going to smoke out. I would just think about this as a representation of you know, black and, and white, positive and negative energy. I, I think it was Elon Musk that got my brain thinking about energy, energy transferring. I'm thinking about living plants and seeds that, you know, the seeds provide energy. Um, animals feed on, on seeds. They feed on other living things, bacteria, fungi, plants, animals. They all feed on energy and they, they all feed on life. Uh, I just find it really, really neat, man. And it turns out one of the smartest guys in history also was considering these same same things. But, you know, as to where my tool is using cannabis and thinking about them, uh, his tool is mathematics, man. And this guy fucking was really interesting. Have you, have you ever heard of Alan Turing? Guru. I have not myself until you were bringing this up. Yeah, Guru's heard of him, right? He, he's the inventor of the computer in one World War II by cracking the Enigma machine that, from the Nazis. That's the only time I'd heard of him is I heard that there was this genius guy that like thought in code. Like, so wait, you said inventor of the computer. Like the, he just made the first computer? He, or? he, he invented and uh, founded the math behind the first computer. This was classified stuff for like 30 years. Right. Uh, to where for 30 years there you tried to... To play off like the United States Department of Navy Intelligence made the first computer to calculate like uh, battleships shooting their guns like 20 miles. Uh, yeah. But realistically, they had uh, used it to crack the Enigma code that uh, was for all uh, Axis uh, communications sure. to each other or naval communications. So they cracked that and were able to pretty much be a step ahead of uh, the Nazi forces throughout the remainder of the war. So gotcha. this guy had a, should have been a huge war hero. Should have been given a fucking mansion in England. Uh, you are not going to believe this is, I think this is like 1950, you know, right after World War II, 1940s, uh, into the 50s. Uh, God forbid Alan Turing was gay. And in 1950, or 40s England, that was absolutely not okay, man. And uh, it was interesting because he, you know, what in his life, he, he had a guy friend, you know, maybe it was his boyfriend or a, a close friend, I'll say, but he got sick and died early in his life. And he was super, probably like your wife dying early in your life. And he was like so full of grief in a mathematician's way, he tried to rationalize a way for his friend to live forever. So he used his math and, you know, poured himself into math and tried to make sense of life as energy. And what he found out is energy energy is constantly being transferred from one life form to another. And uh, it's pretty cool, man. How do you, I mean, in what, in an algebraic equation? What are we looking at? Yeah, he was actually able to, to use these equations. He was, so he was the first guy that actually took, like, you know, engineering and mathematical formulas. And he goes, yo, instead of, uh, it, it's, instead of applying them to buildings or stru you know, structures and uh, inanimate objects, he applied these mathematical formulas to biology. And that was like his huge contribution. People never thought that, that mathematics could be used for biology. And he was like, dude, yeah, he, was, he would sit there. That's why I want this guy to smoke a joint with me. Because <laughs> the guy's like, man, I wonder how those patterns on, on a cow uh, get made like that. He goes, hey, if they're all starting from the same cell, why, why aren't they all identical? He would say trippy shit like, hey, man, if identical twins come from the same cell, why aren't they completely identical? What's well, so if eternal twins come from the same two cells, you know, the same cell, it just keeps dividing and dividing. Why aren't they identical, man? And he'd be like, I don't fucking know. 
<laughs> it was fucking really cool information, but he used math to solve this stuff. And he's, I mean, yeah, it's where a lot of people would stop with the why ask why just, Scotty and yeah. he's going deep. I just thought it was cool because he like, he didn't even have a computer either. He was doing this all with by hand and he would be like, dude, I'd made this mathematical equation. So I'm trying to find out how a draft. <laughs> makes Wait, it. The, the motherfucker literally made a computer to help him out. <laughs> Did he actually have, I thought he was just doing all this computations mechanical. Well, I mean, th- this was post him, uh, uh, designing and building the first computer. I just, I just thought it was a real trip that we never even heard of this guy, man. But what he used to, this guy was so fucking smart. Like I said, I wish I could smoke a joint with him that he would be like, dude, I wonder how that cow spots get made. And then he would mathematically just make these patterns that would make cow spots. You know, and he, dude, all right, man. So I know I'm rambling, but here's the takeaway. In my opinion, here's the takeaway of this, of Alan Turing and why he's so cool. Yes, he invented the computer and invented that kind of thought construct, but he used mathematics to figure out biology. He figured out that, you know, through cell division, things can start out perfect, but then small imperfections happen. Just little, you know, environmental things uh, happen to change. And once they do, uh, these things are amplified. They're amplified into patterns. That's why cows and you know dogs and giraffes have, have patterns all over them. Um, and it's it, and the reason why no two are exactly alike is because it's, it's almost like a feedback loop. Like if I take my microphone and put it too close to a speaker, it starts feeding back into itself. And then it, you know, the, what comes out is pretty unpredictable. Um, that's kind of why, I, you know, when I think about it, that's why identical twins, even though they start out with the exact same cell, you know, divide and divide and divide. That's why they come out and they're a lot different. You know, I mean, they might look similar or even fraternal twins, but they, they might look similar, but they're a lot different. And I was just kind of thinking about you know, how, how cool it is, man. How like, like we think in, in physics, they've got uh, symmetry is one of those things where if everything's you can see it from the same on all sides, physics, you know, in physics, it's beautiful, you know, and then they talk about like flawless. You can have a flawless sphere or something like that. And when home, yeah. homeboy figured out, man, that it's the flaws that, that make nature possible. Without the flaws, without any flaws, you don't have any genetic variation. Everything's exactly the same, man. And uh, I just think it's cool that homeboy Alan Turing developed this theory. He's the first person to take all this kind of math, this genius math, and apply it to living things in biology, about the genesis of life. And you know, probably if anyone would have done that beforehand, they would have been thrown in the fucking jail, man, you know? What math class is this that you take? Math what level? I don't know, dude. That's got to be when you to get up and tell the calculus teacher, I think you're doing it wrong. This is chaos. <laughs> I mean, this falls into like chaos mathematics where like a butterfly flaps its wings in Africa and a hurricane hits the East Coast three months later. Ah. Like the two are tied together. I love it. You know what made this guy trip though, man? He wouldn't sit there and look at like the ripples in the sand and go, why, why aren't they all exactly the same? You look at the ripples in the ocean, the waves in the ocean, you go, dude, they're all water molecules. Why isn't it exactly the same, man? So I, I just thought it was such a trip. It definitely takes man. an interesting person, of course, to ask those questions. Again, most people, like, I don't, don't fight that have to know. Like, why right. aren't all the trees this way? Or, I mean... But yeah. What about if you were starving or if you saw your kids starving? Would you would you try to fix it then? You know, that's why I think these people are heroes. You know, we're pretty comfortable right now. So there's no reason to invent anything. You know, but but when, I mean, you know, if you saw your best friend die, would you maybe want to make a solution for that? Maybe try it. And, and you thought that you could with with your intellectual uh, prowess that you thought you could maybe fix that. That wouldn't bother you. No, I mean, yeah, he's definitely driven harder than the you know average individual in that drive for sure by losing somebody that was really close to him. And 
you know, starting to understand the process. Definitely. One of the number one things, if you're going to go psychological, that pushes people sometimes are traumatic events to go a certain way with it and have that drive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just found this guy really interesting. I found it interesting. He was a gay guy. He got really badly discriminated against, by the way, man. I, I, I kind of wanted to tell, wait till the end to tell this because it's such a bummer. But they literally found out he was gay. Somebody robbed his apartment and went and reported it. And they found out he was gay from that. I don't, I don't know. Somebody must have narked him out or something like that. And uh, they literally told him he could either go to jail because somebody robbed his apartment. They said he coerced the guy to rob his apartment. He could either go to jail or accept some kind of chemical. I don't know if it's chemical castration or it's a chemical castration. Yeah, like feminine female hormone injections or something fucking weird like that. And then the guy ended up killing himself. He ended up eating a cyanide laced apple and killed himself as opposed to I mean, working or doing anything else for that humanity that fucked him over like that. Man, I mean, it's not. Just like I might get getting shivers over the chemical castration part here. This is 1945, guys. You know, or I'm sorry, 1951. By the way, he just uh, he, put, he figured out. Like I said, he would sit there and try to figure out. He would go, "How do cells assemble themselves?" I'm a physics genius. How do things assemble themselves? How does a simple, you know, single cell, uh, you know, you know, something so simple assemble itself into a person? How do my fingernails know to be fingernails and my lips know to be lips when it's all just comes from one cell. Who's, who's telling us that, man? Having that kind of genius, think about that kind of stuff, and then say, hey, guys, I'm getting close. Take, take a look at it. I, th well, I think it was called self-assembly was, was mm -hmm. the, the theory that he made, and he presented that in 1951. Like four, I think it was like four months later, he's like, fuck you guys, I'm done. You know what I mean? I'm not working on this anymore. I'm not working on humanity anymore. I'm out. And he killed himself. And it, and it just seems so tragic because, you know, I think of the yin and yang, uh, you know, the white snake has the black flaw. The black flaw has the, the, the white, you know, the white flaw. I'm sorry, the black snake has the white flaw in it. But it's the flaws are what makes life exist. If, if you don't have any flaws, there's no chance for variation. There's no chance for diversity. And no diversity means no natural selection, which means no life. Life works on natural selection. So it just seems so tragic that the gay guy that was looking for answers to why uh, even when we start out exactly the same, we can end up being so different. It seems even more cruel uh, to find out that our differences are what makes life possible. And without them, life just won't exist. The, it's the black dot and the white snake, the white dot and the black snake. They're necessary. Those imperfections drive life. Yeah, you know, and you can't have all. There's there's no purity in there. And if there was, if everything would be, if everything's completely pure, it's completely homogenized, it's completely the same on any level. That's either boring as fuck or bad. It's just <laughs> bad you know, on a natural level. You know, think about when we talk about monocrops and every, you know, Monsantoization of just one kind of corn or one kind of banana. It's very easy to wipe things out that way. You know, who would have thunk that nature deliberately makes flaws in all of us? And through natural selection, it's our flaws that make up our lives, man, and make our lives great. And the fact that this guy got persecuted for his flaw, you know, for a very small flaw that we don't even consider a flaw now. As a matter of fact, I couldn't give a shit if you're gay. I don't think it's a flaw at all, man. Um, Is your current... Go ahead. Yeah, I, I just think it's so ironic, man, that the homegirl should write a, write a song about him. Where's Atlantis Morissette when you need her? <laughs> He's your also Alan Turing's your current pick for uh, Bud Tender or like got oh, a man. If yeah, if we had a cannabis club and I could just bring Alan Turing back, yeah, he would just be like, hey, 
Hey, you ever, you ever wonder why, why, why giraffes have spots the way they do, man? How come they're not exactly identical? Might be man? that guy, though, eventually, that when you walk towards him and he says, hey, hey, you just <laughs> yeah. turn around real quick. Like, <laughs> not today, Al. Time today. Not today, Al. Yeah, what do you man. got, Guru? You got a, what do you got? A, we're talking like a bud tender that like the guy at uh, North Mike at Northwest Cannabis Club exactly. used to hang out behind the barn and serve, you know, and hang out and, and be, be there for everybody. That's what I'm saying. If he goes, yo, man, do you ever wonder if identical twins start out with the same cell? Then how come they're not truly identical, man? Here, roll a joint. So <laughs> we'll show the diversity in us. I'll just go with off the top of my head, like uh, Bruce Reynolds or something. I'll take him as. Who? <laughs> Who? Bruce Reynolds? You know who Bruce Reynolds is? I don't, man. I don't. That sounds like Bruce Springsteen and Burt Reynolds if they had a an attraction. Oh my person. God, you caught me. I just combined two people. <laughs> I, I, but I wasn't even thinking about Bruce you would Springsteen. Want Burt Reynolds as your bud tender? Let's meme him, man. Burt Reynolds, man, he'd be all right hanging Ow. out in there, you know? He's gonna go do Coke in the bathroom, man. <laughs> Anyways. You want to take it to the news, man? Let's the noose? Yeah, hey, dude, thank you so watch much. Watch that curiosity man. stream, buddy. You watch it. Yeah, right? I sure will. But thank you so much for this. Uh, man, having friends in the DGC is amazing. The dude is, is an amazing friend to me. Uh, we hung out last weekend. Dude, I was trying to do trying my best uh, uh, to not show up, but I was hurting a little bit from a, a bad seizure I had. So dude found this for me, man. Thank you. Oh, the news here. I was like, what are you talking about? No worries. It says cannabis. Here's here. It's from the Westward. It says cannabis and epilepsy symposium in Denver during Epilepsy Awareness Month. And uh, yeah, there is. Oh, wait. Did you know it was Epilepsy Awareness Month? I I did not, but I did try to go to an (laughs) epilepsy support group. This shit freaks me the fuck out, man. So I am trying to learn about it. It's brand new to me. But uh, 200,000 new patients each year of epilepsy. That kind of freaked me out too. I couldn't believe that, man. That's a lot of new cases of epilepsy every year, man. It says, once considered a fringe treatment for epilepsy, cannabis has now been moved to the forefront of epileptic research and will be a focus of the Cannabis and Epilepsy Symposium on November 17th in Denver. That is so cool, man. And, uh, yeah, I'll report back. This is recorded a little bit early, so uh, I'll report back what I learned. But man, I really was so uh, bummed out when I went to the, the doctor and she told me, yeah, we don't know enough about cannabis yet for epilepsy treatment. Just take the pills. You know, they're $1,000 a month billed to your insurance. Don't worry about it. And I was like, yeah, might need to find me another doctor, man. Like it really freaked me out. And I'm going to go talk to you. I'm going to to bring that stuff up and, and see what's going on. We are at the cutting edge of this. Yeah, I bet you be presented with some different options. And as things change, and unfortunately, <clears throat> which you talked about in the show already, the cost of Epidiolex, like that shit's crazy, man. 32 grand a year and shit. Right. Uh, shouldn't be anywhere close to that expensive. They did mention in here, um, you might have some insight on CBD products derived from state licensed cannabis or cannabis are still deemed federally illegal. Um, it says their status is murky when the CBD is extracted from hemp. So there's oh, what is CBD's- the keyword in there, man? The keyword is murky. I love murky statuses. <laughs> <laughs> what though you have to don't you have to if you're having a good CBD oil, it's going to be derived like I've been out to uh, you know a farm. I've seen plants that are straight. They look just like fine nugs, you know. It looks like Absolutely. flour to me that I so that's the type of plant that you, you want to get your CBD oil from. You're not able to get CBD oil from like industrial hemp or anything, right? It have, you have to have flowers on a female plant, correct or no? Yes. Yes. It's got, I, I mean, didn't know. Okay. For, so anything for it to coming, be in high concentration. Yeah, I mean, for any kind of concentration worth extracting, yes. 
Okay, because then on the other ones, as far as I get, there's hemp seed oil, totally totally different thing. Yeah, that no, I that's got Now we were talking, you could probably run a diesel engine on hemp seed oil, <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, I don't think it has, it's not the same CBD, it's not covered in those in those trichomes the way that CBD is, or the, you know, yeah. the flower is rather. No, it's a total, it's just, it's more for its nutritional benefits when you're getting into hemp seed oil. Yeah, I think it has nutrient in it. I mean, seeds are loaded with what, uh, fats and, you know, oils and fats and whatnot. They're loaded with nutrient. Or, you know, your hemp seed, hemp seed oil engine. There we go. That's what you're saying we could do? I think, didn't Jack Herr show up with one of those one time? I could have sworn Jack Herr in the 90s showed up in Tallahassee with a moped that he ran on hemp seed oil. What would that exhaust smell like? Oh, man. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, anyway, man. I was just curious on that. I know there's a lot of different sources. And like you said, I, for the, uh, people saying that if it's below 0.3, uh, what does this plant look like? Are people saying they're getting um, hemp oil or you know CBD oil from a non-flowering plant? It's maybe trace amounts you're saying is possible, but... Who knows? There's, you know, the, the law is murky right now. So there's a lot of murky. people getting away with a lot of bullshit, unfortunately. And I am seeing that. Well, curious. We'll have to let let you fill us in on what you learned, especially in the uh, restraints you're facing with healthcare and sure. having to be forced one way or another. And I'm sure some things got to be progressing there. Yeah, what I learned is that they'll totally throw you out of a meeting if you use it as a way to try to sell your CBD products, man. The hell, man! I'm just an entrepreneur. <laughs> you're like, I swear, guys, look at my prescription. You're that guy that goes and hits on chicks at the sex addiction meetings. <laughs> I may have got All the right. idea from that, but. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things to laugh at here going out. Of Before we do go, I wanted to remind you sitting here on my test that I hit one time. I think I was like, that's why I was pretty quiet when you're talking. I hit my Gobi from B Nails, guys. A great Excellent portable product. vaporizer, if you will, over at BEE-Nails.com. Great Fort Collins company, local cats. Coupon code DUDE over there on all their gear. Another great way to help support the show. If you're not doing anything else, get yourself a fancy new badass vaporizer. The touch control on the bottom, as I've showed you guys before, is it's the most responsive I have ever experienced. It does work took awesome. too big of a hit. I love it. You hand it to somebody, just touch the bottom. No, no other instructions needed. Just touch the bottom. What's the concert rating on that? It'll get you through 2.2 hours with three friends that have smoked pretty heavy? No, yeah, no. That'll, that'll get you hooked up. Because I mean, just repack it. It's easy enough to repack, man. I like the butter for, for those type of uh, pens like that. A little bit easier to pack. Interesting. It works well in there? Oh, yeah. I can use my fingers as a dab tool. I might have to go get some butter. <laughs> Try that shiz out. Check them out, guys. B-nails.com. Coupon code DUDE. All right, man. These couple... Yeah, I was just browsing around the internet looking for some news stories, and yes. this shit popped up on me. So we all went over here and decided what we're going to order from this site for shirts. My noise, we're just showing a... A These hoodie are hoodies, here? man. These I was actually Googling hoodies. It got cool. You know, it's a fall and it got cool out. And I was like, dude, my hoodies are kind of spent. I could use a few more. So dude looked like he's on his hoodie game too. But what'd you find, man? <laughs> this is just what they're calling this, the uh, kangaroo pocket raw meat hoodie. The whole everything, it just looks like the hoodie just looks like a steak. Yes. So this is what you want to wear. Like Guru said he had to go to <laughs> their vegan wedding. 
and like something <laughs> like this. Just to, not, don't you just walk in there and say, "I'm not, I'm not saying anything. This is just what I'm wearing." <laughs> no, and they I, infuse it with like uh, grilling flavors and smells too. So it smells <laughs> like you're grilling. Yeah, that is passive resistance right there. <laughs> Warshire sauce kicking up on there, a little garlic. I'll probably start eating. I do it. wish it anyway. had some grill marks on it. Just a couple would of grill you, marks. <laughs> what did you find? Scotty? All right, so I started looking, and uh, these just kind of randomly popped up on. I don't think it was eBay, but look at this ramen noodles. Have you ever seen a cup of ramen noodles on a on a sweater <laughs> like that? Or on, a, on a hoodie, I should say. History, or we're, we're doomed. But yes, the, ramen and noodles. Once I went to the ramen noodles hoodie, it showed me the next one, man, and I was like, "This is by far the best hoodie I've <laughs> ever seen. I'll be wearing this hoodie soon, man." It's you, just cocaine. It says just- cocaine on it. It looks blurry. You know, it looks like you're on cocaine, and it's just got to be about ten to twelve pounds of cocaine just on a shirt. Just, I don't know what to say about this thing, man. It's just giant kilo bags of cocaine. I'm going, I'm going down to the States next week. Should I wear this through customs? Yeah, I dare you. I want to wear it to my uh, kid's school to pick her up, man, just to see what happens, man. Do you think they'd stop you? I think they'd, I think they'd have to stop you. I mean, <laughs> it looks like you. I mean, it's just this the most insane. Oh, this, I'm wearing for, this hoodie before I go through customs. Like I'm going three hours before my flight, at least. That's discrimination. You discriminate against me. Cavity, anyway, cavity rooms over here, sir. <laughs> Thank you for doing such a great job with the video show. Uh, you know, it's Guru's efforts that allow us to put stuff like this up. And I'm just trying to laugh with the guys. Or, uh, yeah, it is guys. The guys and three girls. Um, but uh, yeah, this is, this is great stuff, man. Really enjoying hanging out with y'all, man. Puts a smile on my face. Help support it. Dudegrows.com forward slash value. You know what to do. And let's put it in a bag with some shout outs. Yes, sir, man. Can I shout out to Moonmaster1234 and PNW Magic Beans 2. All right. Or Dub V and I grew some. Yeah, gosh dang Yeti. And Fire on the Mountain Farms. No Bad Days 92 and Grow King 420. Okay, and last but not least, I got Haze Grower and PNW Lone Wolf. Love it. Really appreciate you all support. Lone Wolf. Stay higher, guys, and uh, that's it, man. Peace out. Catch you Easy. Some people love to blaze up the tank. Yeah, we get happy for noon. To take a little break That means we're lighting up a tube It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed In my toolbox there's a bomb Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads Natural medicine, go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed, it's just weed. I like to keep the good on, on, It's just weed, it's just weed. I like to smoke it out of me Why he hates the dank 
Get away.